podcast for interviews, discussion, inspiration, and for strategies to help you fulfill your potential, both in life and in business. And welcome to Remarkable Woman Radio. I'm here with my guest, Kathy Millett, who is founder and director of netbranding.co.nz. Now, this is a full-service integrated online marketing company, and her tagline, which I love, is being heard, being seen, and being found online. So welcome, Kathy. Hi, Mandy, and thank you very much for having me. So how important is it to be to be seen, to be heard and to be found online. How important is that these days? Well, I really think that in today's, you know, today it's incredibly important because even if you have a strong brand in the marketplace, people will still be searching online for for people like yourself. So people who don't quite know the brand or people that do know the brand may actually place an order online with you rather than coming in store or or meeting with you. So um, being seen, being heard, being found is also about being professional and often people irrespective of what industry you're in if you're in a service industry they would potentially want to be um, connect with you before they make that first appointment so yeah I cannot underemphasize the importance of being seen be heard be found online brilliant so just for benefit of our listeners um tell me a little bit about who you are and what's going on in your life at the moment well, as as all women in business, we're all juggling multiple things at any point in time. So I am a mum. I always joke. Um, I have two boys. I have two dogs. I have two cats. And I have one husband. So <laughs> I think I go for pairs. Um, and so, yeah, a, a full life with all the activities that that brings. It's and and so you're juggling a lot. Yeah, every day. Great. But, but yeah. we're no different to anyone else out there. I know, sometimes it does feel quite a lot, that we've got quite a lot on our plates though, doesn't it? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about net branding, Cathy. Um, net branding started probably formally about eight or nine years ago, but it's obviously been a long time coming. Um, it, I have a strong background in IT and I've been in IT for almost 30 odd years. Wow. Um, and, and that was, you know, started way back when we had big mainframes and then we moved into the distributed environment. And actually at that point in time, I was sent off to Harvard to do some, some training courses about this new environment that was coming. And, um, Back in 2008, I think we can all remember what happened to the economy and the economy actually crunched around us. And at that point in time, somebody really close to me was starting up their own business and the phones weren't ringing and and there was just nothing happening and there was no cash flow to actually go out and, and seek additional input. And I sat with my back no, my background knowledge and I thought, how on earth do I facilitate and help this business gain traction in a space where there was no money to do it. And Facebook came through and then there was LinkedIn and then this thing called Twitter came. And slowly but surely, I think because of my methodology background, I was starting to put together a process around an online presence. And when they started to get success for or have success for what I was doing, um, they really got to a point where their clients were saying, what are you doing? And they were going, I don't know, go and ask Kathy. And that's where net branding came from. So net branding, if we actually look at it, at it as a name, it was the only thing I didn't know about digital marketing. I didn't know about social media marketing. Search engine optimization was a, probably a twinkle in somebody's eye. It wasn't even <laughs> on the horizon. But what I knew I was doing was I was branding. I was branding businesses online. And that was the internet. So net branding came from internet branding. 
so that's where the name came from. Brilliant. Yeah. And to actually be involved right back in the beginning stages of that and to see a huge just an opportunity there where a lot of people were like well I have no idea what's going to be happening and to to actually launch out into that takes you know it takes a lot of guts to do so doesn't it and I think there were a lot of people still laughing um a lot of people were saying "Oh, oh your job is nothing but playing online you know you just do that Facebook thing and what value would that actually be and if you think that three years ago people were still questioning the validity of a digital presence um, as to where we are now, where now we're starting, you know, I think your opening line was, you know, you, you do this for businesses and how important is it? Mm-hmm. Three years ago, they weren't saying that. They were still laughing at it. So, yeah, absolutely. It was about really believing in what you were doing and, and going for it. And you were just mentioning Facebook. So I had a look on your website, which I have to admit, there is so much information yeah. there. So if you get the opportunity to, I definitely um, say to anybody listening, go to netbranding.co.nz. Your blog has got all sorts of great articles. And there's one that you said here is that um, it took four years for Facebook to get to a hundred million mm-hmm. um, people on on their on their um, in Facebook. Yep. Um, then it took two years to build that up to five hundred million. Then two years from that to double to one billion, mm-hmm. and then five years to double to two billion. These are massive numbers, huge. So. And, and there's some, you know, there's still countries that we're not even in. So um, if you look at the whole of China, we're not in China yet. So there's the opportunity for it is huge. But I think that that's also the growth of what we've seen on the internet. You'll see the same changes in terms of the statistics in, from a um, an digital sort of mobile device versus the old desktop and, and the uptake of, of ensuring that your online presence is mobile friendly or, or responsive so that it can really target the searches that come from any way, shape or form so yeah it's it's quite mind-boggling actually I mean how do you as uh, the business owner how do you navigate that because I can be a little bit like a bright shiny object Whoa, you know now I'm off down in this this channel and oh maybe I need to do this and maybe I need to do that how do you um, how do you manage the the growth that you see at the moment Mm. I think that it's about understanding how it all hangs together. And once you've understood how it all hangs together, and, and I often talk to my digital pyramid, so, you know, it, it's something that, that we could always chat to at mm-hmm. another point in time. But yeah. um, as long as you understand how the different elements of your digital presence hang together, then any bright new shiny object you question in relation to that infrastructure. And there will always be bright new shiny objects that come along. And I think that that it's about, I mean, that's often how my clients use me. Because I become so integrated into their business, I'm really their digital partner or their digital strategist. And they will send me something and say, Kathy, what do you think about this if I haven't seen it? Often I'll look at it and go, I don't think it's a goer. I think we just need to move on with what we're doing. But if there's something there, then I am ready to risk it or test it. And, and every single day yesterday I was testing something purely to see how it would work. So I live on the, the verge of sort of that risk. But I also believe that, you know, if I, if it isn't, um, if it isn't risk worthy and you don't take that risk, then you're not moving forward because energy comes and positivity comes from actually taking that next step. And if you're stagnant and you don't actually take those next steps, then you don't move and therefore your business won't move to the next level. And that's so brilliant advice. Doesn't matter whether you're online or offline, momentum and actually getting going mm-hmm. is is one of the most powerful things. And I know um, from, you know, aeroplanes, the most 
amount of power is needed for the takeoff. Mm-hmm. So any business, it's it's about that as well, isn't yeah. it? And then maintaining that presence mm. to keep going. And I think one of the things is that uh, is really important for any business owner is enthusiasm, because nothing great will result if you don't have that initial enthusiasm. And it's that enthusiasm that keeps you going and going and going and going. But irrespective of the industry that you're in. I think that it's the business owner or the communicator out of that industry to ensure that people understand what you're talking about. And I think that's often what people say about me. For the first time, somebody is talking in their language and they therefore can come on the journey with them rather than techno geek speak. Ah, so, so you keep things nice and simple mm-hmm. for all of us that it is not our <laughs> our main point of reference, which is brilliant. Thank you for that. Um, so what inspired you to get started in your own business and to remain in business as well? Because we know it's not always easy, right? Yeah, um, I think that your life path takes your long journeys and I think that my life life path took me to that point where I was starting to develop this thing and I suddenly realized that as I was giving other people advice around digital that hold on one sec I think that there's a business here and yes my business started probably the shape of a pear and it's moved out and it's a bit of a watermelon today but but it is moving and I think that's how it evolves so Back then, that's where the inspiration came from. And, you know, today it's it's different in terms of what I talk to and what I do. And if you go back through my website, and thank you for your comments, Mandy, but if you go back through my website and you probably scroll back down to the 2014 blogs, they're very different to the blogs that we write today. And that's purely an indication of where we've come from. I've elected to leave all those old blogs there because I think it just shows the cycle. Um, Yeah, but the one thing about my business presence is I try to give a lot. Yeah. So that people can actually do a lot of it if they if they want to do it them, themselves. There's a lot of information within those environments for them to take and embrace. I know that sometimes we can think we can do it all ourselves. And... Um, and as you say, your blog does have a lot of information. But I know I can get myself a little bit stuck when I'm trying to do it all myself because I don't have the big picture for that. So what advice would you give someone like me? I think there's two levels of advice. I think it's about coming back to what your core is. What is it that's going to make you money? And if it's you, it's out there consulting with clients. If it's an electrician, it's actually being out there fixing electrical works in a house. So either you have two options. If you think you want to do it yourself, then bring in somebody who can walk the path with you and give you that external guidance. Alternatively, if it's way beyond anything that you really want to do and you're not passionate about it and you see it as a chore, outsource it you know give it to somebody else but when you give it to somebody else utilize every element of your instinct about how you give it to because i think that i operate in a world of snake oil salesmen and um (laughs) there's you know there's so many people that talk the speak Mm -hmm. but they don't deliver and, you know, yesterday I had another call from somebody, um, Kathy, I've been referred to you, my Google ads are just not working, I get nothing from my service provider, and by the way, I'm paying somebody for search engine optimization, and I don't know what they're doing. Um, and there are so many people out there doing just that, and uh, 
I find it atrocious, um, but it is what it is, and that's where I can stand apart and make a difference. That's brilliant, and that is so good to and to stand on all that experience as well, and to see the whole thing evolve is brilliant. So we talked a little bit that um, at the start that you juggle a lot of things in your life. So you have kids, you have a husband, you have dogs and cats and everything that goes with that. Um, so how do you do it? Um, I do it with a, a, a team. Um, I think there's a lot of delegation that comes through in that. Um, and I think to get to the point of delegation, you have to be at the point of trust. Um, the the godsend that I have is my fallback is a lot of the stuff I can do myself so um, although I trust my team implicitly I can keep a very close eye on what's going on and I think that's one of the key things in business um, for me it's about going if you go into a business and you don't know what you're doing Mm-hmm. I think that could be a recipe for disaster so I have a team around me that obviously I trust implicitly um, they know where they stand with me we have the hard conversations but they also know that at the end of the day, once the conversation's done, it's moved to the side and we move on with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee afterwards. So it's not, it's really about delivering to what our clients need and it's about ensuring that we always deliver to a certain standard and it's about ensuring that, um, yeah, that they're able to support me as I go along this path and, and obviously I'm supporting them in their lives as well. So there's a, a mutual so delegation is one of the most delegation. important things, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's one of the most important things so that you can actually grow and Absolutely. yeah, do but, more of what you love. But yeah. surround yourself with people that have the same ethos as what you do, mm-hmm. because if you've got people around you that are enthusiastic, they're competent, they want to deliver, they have a positive attitude, with those people you can do a phenomenal amount. Brilliant. That's such great advice. Now, planning is vital in your role and with your clients and with a busy home life any tips that you can share with us i think planning is vital Mm. but and and i do come out of a project management background which i didn't even touch on i mean once upon a twice i actually implemented a complete project management methodology into an organization of over a thousand people so um project management is there but I think you can plan and plan and plan, but also plan for the things you can't plan because there's so much that happens that you don't plan for. And in IT, you know, I can go and sit down and, and pretend that I know what I'm doing in Facebook. Well, I do, but <laughs> I, so I, I pretend <laughs> what, that I know what I'm doing. You actually yeah. know what you're doing. Once I arrive at the client site, suddenly Facebook gives me a complete new interface. And, you know, I didn't plan for that because last night when I went to bed, that release wasn't there yet. And so sometimes it's about just taking a big, deep breath and and moving forward. So expect that life will not always go according to plan, but embrace what's happening at that point in time because it's meant to challenge you in some way. I think the other thing about any business is your lead funnel. I think a lead funnel is is something that needs to be planned because if... If your internet presence is working and you're generating your leads, but you're not actually following those leads up, or alternatively, you're attending networking meetings, but you're not following those leads up, have a solid network funnel or a planning funnel around your leads or a CRM system around your leads so that you know what you're doing at any point in time with any of those leads that have come through. So that would be the ultimate advice. Brilliant advice. And so um, we're going to take a break right now for some music because we get to do that because we're on a radio show. Um, And so we're going to be right back with Kathy Millett from netbranding.co.nz.
So welcome back to a Remarkable Woman Radio. I'm Mandy Beverly, and I'm here with Kathy Millett from Net Branding, and she's giving us so much great advice about our online um, digital marketing and everything we can do to make sure that we can be heard, be seen, and be found online, as her tagline says. So it's all great advice so far. Thank you so much, Kathy. And so. We were just saying that planning is really vital, but what is one thing that you're working on at the moment that you're really inspired about? Oh, it's so hard to choose. Oh, um, you can have more than one if you want. <laughs> I cut across the entire work spectrum. So, you know, I work with everyone from tradespeople to medical to legal to accounting and each one of those businesses is so unique and each of those business owners wants a unique thing out of their business so Mm -hmm. I'm inspired by every single business that I work with and I'm inspired to deliver what they need for their business and I think that's the the beauty of what I do because I focus in that small to medium market where I'm dealing with the real mum and pups who want to take real meat home to their children at the end of the week and, and being able to make a significant change in their life is, is, is huge. I mean, the other thing that you wouldn't think that somebody in my area would do, and that is the, the brokering of situations between parties where business relationships have fallen by the wayside and neither can decide who's going to take over the website and there's an argument about where the domain name goes. It and so tricky, yeah. it does get tricky, but it's about having that independent person just walk in there and go, I know, you know, I wouldn't say this, but they not speaking to each other and it's about just navigating the water so that you can help the business move forward away from the emotional issues so it could be a marriage split it could be a business issue it could be anything so yeah everything I do is a is an excitement and that's so important because we find that women in business can sometimes use their business as an expression of what's going on in their personal lives rather than its own entity. Mm-hmm. So just what you do there to ensure the business can move forward is such a great mm. skill to have. 
And so do you have a guiding principle or theme in your life at the moment? So it could be something that you stand for or that your brand stands for, um, just something that you're centering um, something around at the moment. Yeah, I think um, I think the question in my life is... Um, isn't who is going to let me, but it's who's going to stop me. Oh, tell us more. <laughs> and I, I think it's about that enthusiasm. It's about, you know, people laughed at Facebook and, and look where it is. People question digital and look where it is. And it's about never believe never because then you're becoming your own self-limiting entity. So if you believe it is and you can set your goal out there and you know where the goal is. And as, as I was at a networking meeting this morning, they said, you know, throw that ball out. And you know that that's where you want to go. And you may not be able to get to it. But if you can tack, you tack left and then you tack right and you tack left. But as long as you've got the energy and you're moving to the next level and you're moving forward, you'll achieve any goal that you set. So I think that's why I say, you know, no one's going to stop me because I just keep on going. I love that. So it's not who's going to let me because that's just asking for permission. It's who's going to stop me. Great. So what has been the best advice that you've received or maybe you wish you'd given yourself? I think the best advice, and this is a little bit about me, is about procrastination. And um, I was the age of nine years old. Yeah, nine (laughs) years old. And I was marched to the principal's office for not doing something. It was what you can make out of a tortoise shell. I mean, how silly is that? But it's set about a mental shift about procrastination. And if I have to do something tomorrow, it will be done today. Or I will always... attempt and I know things change um, to deliver on the time frames and if I can't I'll explain why and I think yeah procrastination is a big one because if you procrastinate um, you're really at a point of limiting yourself you're not taking those next steps forward and, and that procrastination becomes more of a stressor. Right okay so basically don't don't procrastinate no. just don't put off and do things tomorrow when you could actually do them today and have more time to do it. And also action is energy. Mm-hmm. And so energy is movement. And so that way you're moving forward. So again, like the tacking, action is energy. And, and not every step you take will be the right one. But as long as you can rejig because you know where the ball is. That's brilliant. Thank you for that advice. So... Now, this may sound similar to the previous question, but what is something that you do that you wish you had done years ago to assist yourself? I think it's really been a little bit of learning that I've gone through in the last few months, and that is about learning to live in the present and believing that the future will take care of itself. Because I'm such a planner, I'm always thinking a year ahead or what happens if that happens, you know, and and because I do think to the future. And it's about actually pulling myself back to the right here and right now and embrace every opportunity that I'm, that I'm in as a, as a gift and, and be very mindful of being in the presence because the next step will, will unfold as it's meant to. So yeah, I think it's about living for the now and being in the present. That's brilliant. And one thing I love about asking these questions is we find out about who's behind the brand. So, I mean, you've got such a wealth of knowledge and you can talk what well, we could talk all day about about it and what, what to do. But I love finding out these um, the things that are sitting behind the brand. It's so important. So to give advice to anybody, if they need to expand and go out of their comfort zone um, or have you got an opportunity where you went out of your comfort zone? How did you cope and what did you learn as a result? 
I think we should always be living at the edge of our comfort zone because that way we're actually becoming bigger and better versions of ourselves. So I think every single day I live at the edge of my comfort zone because I am in a digital environment, in an environment that is changing all the time. And people look to me for advice in that area. So, yeah, I think that um, out of your comfort zone is certainly something that occurs Daily and and daily. If you allow yourself to Mm. do so, yeah. And it's about that big breath. You draw on what you know and you work out the rest. (laughs) (laughs) And somehow it just works out. We've only got a few minutes left, but what are some of the common mistakes that people make with getting their online branding going? There's so many. Um, I think one of the things that I often hear is, oh, I don't need somebody to do it. I'll get my daughter to do it. Um, you know, they're 15 years old and they will do what they need to do. That's one of the ones because sometimes the daughter has a lot of goodwill mm-hmm. but doesn't actually understand how it all hangs together. The other, um, and it's one that I'm very st- a strong believer in, and again, I had another lead come through yesterday and I actually said to the gent, I'm sorry, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. And I would rather walk away with an ethical understanding that I can't help him or if I could help him, I would only be able to increase his visibility by 15 or 16%. Um, and those are people who turn to the infrastructures online that are the, the free infrastructures to build their online presence. And I think it's about looking at yourself and saying, what am I trying to achieve? If this is a proof of concept and I'm trying to prove what I'm going to do and that it's a viable um, business, then that environment's absolutely perfect. But if you're a serious businesswoman really wanting to take the world by storm or, or take your niche by storm, then really think about what your web presence looks like and then actually be prepared to consult with people around you and get that advice. Online forums are great. You get a lot of nurturing environment advice in that, but some of that advice is also slightly skewed and can lead people astray. Thank you for that. Now, this is Remarkable Woman Radio, so what's most remarkable about what you do and who you are? Now, I often premise this by saying if we don't value who we are, then others won't, so don't be shy. (laughs) (laughs) I think... um, We have an ethos of delivering. We have an ethos of living to our word. And, you know, every client that comes to us, I'll give you an example in my last last few days we released a website and it just happens to be a website but we did all the content generation for it it was content it was seo'd and it went out the door it was released on friday i spoke to the client yesterday and he's receiving leads of his web presence brilliant um a week back we released another website it was a hairy audacious goal of the number of keywords i was targeting i did an analysis yesterday and out of the 500 that we'd identified we're on the first page for 273 of them within a week um those are the sorts of things that we do and again it's because we just tick the boxes as we go through and we take it step by step by step by step it doesn't mean we will achieve that in every single situation but Our intent is there and our want is there. And the clients that want to work with us for the long term, they're the ones that, you know, we we have tremendous success with. I have one particular client who's just 
purchased over but a few businesses and he just hands everything to me because he says he knows what I do. That's brilliant and that's remarkable. So thank you for joining me, Kathy. So that's Kathy Millett from netbranding.co.nz. So that's where people can find you. Absolutely. And so um, join me next week for Remarkable Woman Radio. Thank you so much, um, Kathy. It's been great. Thanks, Mandy. You have been listening to Remarkable Woman Radio. You can catch us again next Tuesday at 3.15 on 104.6 FM or anytime on planetaudio.org.nz forward slash Remarkable Woman. We'll see you then.